Before we begin today's show, I got to talk to the PI I hired to follow LeBron around. Welcome to the Kane Violation. Another week, another five teams. Uh, I want to let you guys know, after I cover uh, each team, I'm going to talk for like eh, five minutes or so about uh, some of the TV shows and movies I've been watching. I haven't been able to watch too many things uh, now that I'm watching all these games, but, uh, you know, once in a while I'm able to pop something in or uh, catch something on Netflix or whatever. So, you know, I'll talk about it for like five minutes or so. Anyways, yeah, this week our five teams are the Detroit Pistons, Indiana Pacers, Memphis Grizzlies, San Antonio Spurs, and the Toronto Raptors. Let's get started. Okay, so we're going to change things up a little bit. I'm going to give the current win-loss record of every team instead of, uh, you know, last season's record. I think we have enough games in the book now. Most teams have played uh, at least half a dozen. So up first is the Detroit Pistons, currently 1-4. and four. Highest paid and longest tenured player is Blake Griffin, which is kind of crazy since... He's uh, only been on the team since 2018. Um, they last snuck into the playoffs in 2019. It didn't go well. Um, yeah, this is a really weird team. I know it's early, but uh, it's pretty obvious that they're tanking. At least I think so. Um, kind of seems like what they're doing, uh, what the Cavs have done the past couple years. They get plenty of uh, minutes to their rookies and young guys, while still very much featuring their former All-Stars that remain on the roster. I would feel so bad if they didn't get that 4 championship. But I don't know, like, we're kind of far away from 2004 now. We're almost 20 years removed from that. And since then, this past decade has been a freaking joke for the Pistons. So many just head-scratching moves this past offseason. Why would you give such a generous contract to Mason Plumley? You're tanking. If you're trying to flip that contract, I, I mean, I, I don't see how there's much value there. I know he's starting, but he's he's kind of like a backup center. He was a backup center in Denver. Are you, like, I, I I can't see how you can get an asset for that contract right now. I mean, you can easily get a backup center. There's backup centers that can't even find teams right now that have the talent to be on a team. And then you go and uh, you sign Jeremy number one option Grant. Uh, that's what? 60 million over the next three years, which allegedly the Nuggets offered as well. Um, definitely an overpay, but I gotta say, the contract doesn't look horrible with the way Grant has been playing. Although, geez, he completely screwed up a rebound uh, yesterday uh, in the Celtics game. It was pretty bad. Yeah, he, let, he uh, was going up for a rebound. This is at the end of the fourth quarter. It was a tight game, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. He just didn't catch the ball or whatever, and it just went out of bounds. So it gave the Celtics another possession at the end of the game. But uh, he did have a really nice dunk over Tice uh, 
I believe that was the first game. I don't know. We we played the Pistons twice in a row, so both games are kind of blurring together. Um, Celtics lost the first one, of course, because, you know, yeah, we definitely should be losing to the Pistons and uh, just barely won the second one. But, uh, you know, I give you guys credit beating the hungover Celtics on New Year's Day. Um, there's some actual talent on this team, you know? You got saxophone and chest enthusiast uh, Josh Jackson. He's been a nice surprise. He's a feisty player. He evades his defenders so much better than he did with the police at Rolling Loud. All I gotta say is poor Derek Rose. He deserves so much better than this. He must be willingly coming off the bench because he could definitely start. I mean, I'd imagine he's choosing to be the sixth man, though. My theory is that it's less pressure for him, and when he comes off the bench, you know, all those idiots online will finally just shut up about... You know, fantasizing about the old D-Rose returning. I mean, that is not happening. I think we all realized long ago, us sane people, that uh, 2012 Derrick Rose is not coming back. So, but he's still good. He's still a good player. He could start on a team. I mean... Like I said, don't expect him to be an MVP candidate, but can we just get him on a contender A stat? I mean, I don't know. I I I've been like trying to work the trade machine. I've been like looking around. There's there hasn't really been any major uh, point guard injuries so far this year, uh, besides Kemba, of course. But the Celtics don't really have any contracts to, to match up with. Uh, the $8 million that Derrick Rose is making this year. I mean, what's the the other big point guard injury? John Morant, I guess. I mean, he's going to be back, though, this month, according to reports. So, you know, maybe if one of these playoff teams has, like, a, you know, a big-time injury to one of their guards or whatever, you know, like, trade for D. Rose. Why not? Why not? Um, Zvi, Zvi, Mikaluk, Mikaluk, I don't know how to pronounce his name right, but anyways, I like him a lot, he's not even starting, he could start, I mean, he's also only 23, so, I think the Pistons should definitely hold on to this guy, he's a, uh, you know, he could, he could play with the future young core of, uh, you know, Killian Hayes, uh, Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bey. God, Killian Hayes was really getting picked on during the first Celtic game by Marcus Smart. It was, it was kind of bad. It, it wasn't as noticeable because the Pistons were beating us, but uh, I think they realized they had to get Killian out of there. He wasn't as bad in um, the second game against the Celtics, but I will say. He, uh, Hayes is not doing Kevin O'Connor any justice right now. Uh, Kevin O'Connor, the ringer, uh, he, um, said that, uh, Killian Hayes was the top prospect of this past draft, um, 
right before uh, the draft took place. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Takes longer for point guards to develop. Uh, but right now, ee, I don't know. Sadiq Bey certainly is an NBA-ready player. He's, he's like, not completely clueless out there. He has an impact on the game. Um, shot uh, 62.5% uh, from behind the arc on uh, eight shots in the first Celtics game. Um, that was uh, on the first. That was a New Year's Day game. Ooh, the guy was on fire. I mean, the Pistons, they basically traded Luke Kennard to get the pick for Sadiq Bey. And so far, it doesn't look like a terrible decision. So, um, I know. So the Pistons' closing lineup against the Celtics yesterday was, uh, well, I guess I'm releasing this on Tuesday. So two days ago on Sunday was uh, Derek Rose, uh, Mahaluk, uh, Grant, Griffin, and Plumley, which isn't a horrible lineup. I mean, if these guys were playing a lot more minutes. I'd say a playoff berth is realistic, but, you know, they're going to be playing the younger guys. They're going to want to develop them like they should, but, you know, they can't make up their stinking minds about, oh, should we be uh, tanking? You know, you kind of got to go one way or the other. So, hopefully they figure that out. By the end of the season, they should be fig- they should have figured it out this past off season, but um, I I don't I don't know I don't know what they're doing. They're not gonna win the championship this year. Heck, they're not gonna win it in five years. Maybe in ten years, who knows? Maybe they'll get a franchise altering player. But for now. Uh, Pistons fans, just enjoy picking in the mid-lottery again. All you gotta do is keep collecting talent and trade the old guys for whatever picks you get. Alright, next up, Indiana Pacers. Run up in the stands! Run up in the stands! Alright, so highest paid player is Victor Oladipo, who makes... 300k more than his teammate Malcolm Brogdon. Longest tenured player is Miles Turner, who was the only guy left who was teammates with Paul George in Indiana. They are 4-2 right now and uh, have been swept twice in a row, two years in a row, first round of the playoffs, um, which ended up getting Nate McMillan fired even though they just gave him a contract extension. Not sure what the thought process was behind this. I'm guessing they didn't expect for the Heat to sweep them, even though they didn't have Sabonis or a like 100% healthy Oladipo. But whatever, let's focus on this season. Sabonis looks good. My God. This new haircut really makes a difference. And those blonde highlights. Are they highlights? No. But he's a force. Everyone scoffed when 
He was picked for the All-Star team last year, but, you know, the way he's playing now, he's playing like he he deserved to be an All-Star last year. The guy is feisty, too. You could clearly read his lips when he was yelling at the ref in that Knicks game. Man, that was some bull. He's got my vote to be an All-Star again, if he keeps this up. Now, someone who will not have my vote to be an All-Star is Victor Oladipo, who uh, apparently forgot how to shoot. He missed his first five shots against the Knicks and started doing his best James Harden impression and was uh, drawing fouls and getting to the line every other possession. I don't know, it's weird. It's not like he's horrible. He played better um, in his first few games, but he certainly doesn't look like an all-star someone another team is going to trade the farm for. Hell, he... You might end up begging Indiana to bring him back for big money. I don't, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Is some poorly managed team going to trade for him? Not too many playoff teams seem to have use for him. The Miami Heat, I guess, could try. Brooklyn, perhaps. But I have a strong feeling Kyrie wouldn't be too happy giving up touches. He needs his touches. Maybe Philly trades Danny Green's contract and other pieces. I, I, I don't know. I'm just presenting ideas. Um, as of now, I think Oladipo's just gonna awkwardly stay on the Pacers for the rest of the season. So I mean, I'm not, I'm not making any bold predictions just yet. But I will say the Pacers overall are actually a really solid team and. The one thing that stands out to me the most is their consistency. Um, just just uh, a few guys that have been on the team for, uh, you know, like three three or more years or so. Maybe three. Uh, Victor Oladipo, Sabonis, uh, Miles Turner, Doug McDermott. Um, yeah, it's like their, their third, yeah, I think third year altogether. So they have these guys, and then they're surrounded by high-character guys like Malcolm Brogdon, Justin Holiday, and TJ McConnell added to that mix. I mean, I think TJ McConnell's a nice guy. I don't know. J.J. Redick said on his podcast that he was nice. So, I don't know. Uh, Justin Holiday seems cool. I mean, he was having like an in-depth conversation with Brogdon towards um the end of that Knicks game, which they lost. Um, I think that was a fluke, though. I mean, that was kind of weird. Um, the Pacers were in serious foul trouble. Um, with uh, seven minutes left to go in the game, and yeah, that. The Knicks really took advantage of that. Oh, holy cow. I mean, it was bad. Mitchell Robinson had just a filthy block on Brogdon. Oh, my God. So, I mean, it was an unexpected loss, but these things happen overall. The Pacers are just a good squad on both ends of the floor. They're six in offense. Seventh in defense amongst the rest of the league. But 
I think they might fall back to earth. I have them as the seventh seed in the East to finish the year. But let me tell you, sweeping these guys in the first round for a third year in a row will be no cakewalk. Because you know what? Doug McDermott, he's shooting less threes. And he's driving to the rim now and taking names. Whoever matches up with these guys in the first round, um, you know, may have to settle with uh, beating them in five games. Pacers are not championship contenders, and, uh, you know, it's not really a controversial statement. Sorry! All right, next up, Memphis Grizzlies' highest-paid player is Gorgie Jang. What the hell? Uh, Longest-tenured player is Dylan Brooks, who I really like. Good player. Uh, they're 2-4 and four right now, and they just missed out on the playoffs last season. They were in the play-in tournament and lost. They've not been to the playoffs since 2017, which was Zach Randolph's last uh, Grizzly season. Um, so yeah, these guys are in trouble. John Morant hurt. Jaron Jackson hurt. Mike Miller impersonator getting consistent minutes. Not good. I don't understand <laughs> Kyle Anderson. I mean, how does this guy not get all his shots blocked? He moves so slow to the basket. You know what it's like? It's like they're filming a basketball movie starring Kyle Anderson where, like, every take, the the basketball extras got to pretend they're, like, playing hard, but, like, obviously they can't, like, block a shot <laughs> from the star of the movie, so they just kind of let him make it. I, I don't understand it. He's, he moves so slow. Like, why, why is someone not, like, hopping into his airspace and swatting him. I don't know. Maybe that has happened. I don't, I don't, I don't really watch a Grizzlies that much. I should though. Apparently. I don't think he played as much last year. I think he's, he's getting more playing time now, of course, because of all the injuries. Um, I gotta say it was, uh, it was kind of funny watching, uh, Former teammates Bismack Biombo and Valanchunas go up against each other. So, I watched the Hornets Grizzlies game uh, this past weekend, and <laughs> I thought I thought it was funny. Like, I, do you think Biombo thanked Valanchunas um, for getting a sprained ankle? In the 2016 playoffs, because that alone is literally how Biombo made 80 million dollars. Because Biombo played good for like five playoff games and made bank. So, uh, I, like I said, Dylan Brooks, I like him a lot. It looks like he's been the number one option, and he's doing a solid job. Um, and uh, Gorgie Jang, he can shoot now. When did that happen? Has, has that always been a thing? I don't really watch Timberwolves. He was on the Timberwolves for 
pretty much all his career. Um, I, I always thought the Celtics could use it. All right, I'm not going to talk about the Celtics. Even though Desmond Bain, who the Celtics drafted, then traded, uh, looks like he can actually play, uh, which uh, kind of made me angry. I'd rather have Bain instead of Carson Edwards. And apparently, uh, the Passion of the Christ, Jim Caviezel, uh, he has a son who can play basketball, but he goes by the name John Conchar, who, uh, you know, isn't really as bad as I thought he was. I mean, they, uh, I think that they had to make some roster decisions this past offseason. So it's a good thing they kept Conchar over Mario Hezonia. That guy was so freaking bad on the Blazers last year. It's no surprise that he's not on a team right now. Uh, GMs don't sign him. I, I, I can't believe Terry Stotts was giving that guy minutes. All right. But, um... Hey, Grizzlies fans, look, this was a quick rebuild, and that's all you can ask for. I mean, yeah, this year's going to suck, but it's all good. You'll get another lottery pick to pair with Morant, Jackson, Brandon Clark, the Mike Miller fraudster, and probably Dylan Brooks as well. It's a gap year! Woo! Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Get another good pick. Give it a few more years, and then we can talk about whether you guys will be contenders. But this year, eh, I got you guys coming in second to last in the West. And I actually made that prediction before Morant went down with an injury. And it's on my blog to prove it, dated and everything. By the way, check out my blog. The website is f5season.com. That's F as in F-U. That's, uh, that's F as in Flamingo. The number 5. S as in Sam. Z as in Zebra. N as in Net.com. F5season.com. Check out the blog for uh, NBA player hip-hop references. Like, I'll post songs that have um, any NBA player mentions, but I, I, I really like finding the obscure ones. So, uh, message me if um, if you find any good ones, you know. Any, like, old-school hip-hop songs that, uh, you know... Kind of just mention like a random NBA player or, you know, not random NBA player, maybe like an all-star that was forgotten. I know there's been some hip-hop songs that reference uh, Danny Ainge, and I thought that was mind-boggling um, because I didn't think he was that uh, well-known of a player, maybe because he played on the Celtics early in his career. But anyways, hey, message me your favorites. I'll give you a shout-out. How about that? All right, let's move on to the San Antonio Spurs. Highest-paid players, DeMar DeRozan. Longest-tenured player is Patty Mills. He's been on the team for a long time, since 2012. 32-39 and 39 was their record last season, and they did not make the playoffs. So, these Spurs are in limbo. You know, 
you wouldn't expect it from a franchise like this. You know, say four years ago, you'd be like, oh, yeah, the Spurs, man. They're, they're too smart, you know. They would know they're either contending or they're tanking, but they are literally, they've been, they've been doing the opposite for the past couple years. They are uh, in the middle, the middle of the pack, because they are holding on to their, well, I guess they're Hall of Famers. I, eh, maybe, debatable. So they have LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan, and Rudy Gay on the roster. But, like, they're not, uh, it's not enough to get over the hump. You know, these guys could be on championship contenders, but... The, the, them alone uh, is not going to, you know, beat the Lakers. It's not happening. So, uh, all these guys are on expiring contracts, these three guys. This is the time to trade them. Trade them anywhere. Just get something for them. Don't let them walk in free agency. Uh, they're, I wouldn't even re-sign them. Aldridge and Gay are you know, in their mid-30s. They're way past their prime. DeMar DeRozan, he's at the very end of his prime. Um, So, I I don't know what kind of uh, team would want these guys since they're on such fat contracts. You know, maybe the Bulls come knocking. They have, like, they have a ton of expiring contracts. Um... Otto Porter Jr., Thad Young, they have Sadoransky, so, you know, maybe the Bulls are like, I'm tired of not making the playoffs, let's get these guys. Um, I mean, if the Bulls were smart, they wouldn't do that, but, you know, they do have a, they have a new uh, GM now, they don't have guard packs anymore. Or did, did both of them leave, or just one? I don't know, I know one of them at least left. And they have uh, Billy Donovan as a coach. They actually have a competent coach. Um, so, you know, maybe they'll go for these guys. But um, th- th- there's so many, like, good young guys on this team. That's the weird part. It's just like these old, these three old guys and then the young guys. You got... DeJounte Murray, Devin Vassell, Derek White, Lonnie Walker, uh, the fourth, and um, Kelton Johnson. These are the guys the the Spurs are planning on, uh, you know, uh, using for their future. You know, this is the future of the franchise. And I just, I think, DeRozan, Aldridge, and Rudy Gay, they're just taking away playing time from these guys. Like, the the game against the Lakers was pretty cringeworthy. The loss against the Lakers. LeBron, he, LeBron does this. He'll, he, he does it to, you know, reserve energy. He slows the game down to the point where the hat, it's uh, basically like half-court offenses going tit-for-tat. Which you know the the Spurs it doesn't really work for them. They got a lot of young guys. They could be running the floor, 
So when you're going uh, half-court offense, that's when the ball ends up in DeRozan's hands and he's just taking ISO mid-rangers. No, 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 don't do that. The Spurs, they need to speed things up. They need to run the floor. I mean, no wonder Pop is looking so pissed off out there. Actually, what am I saying? He's always pissed off. Um, but the Spurs, you know, they they had some weird lineups. They had Rudy Gay playing center at one point in the fourth quarter of the Lakers game. And who is this Drew Eubanks guy? Did they just give him a contract because of the dunk he had on Giannis's brother in the bubble last year? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like this guy gets a lot of respect in the NBA. Montrez Harrell threw him to the ground, and the refs called a foul on Eubanks. Like, I don't know. Why, why don't they just play Tyler Zeller? Is Tyler Zeller even still on the team? He might be. But, yeah, Spurs... You got you're not contenders. You had an amazing run. It's just like my Patriots right now, where you know this is what happens. You know when you have the dynasty, people get old. Uh, they end up leaving in free agency, going to weird teams. I mean, Tony Parker went to the Hornets. Tom Brady goes to the Bucks. Not the best analogy, but you know. You had a good run, guys. You had a good run. I I, I, I don't know. I, I think I need to talk to some actual Spurs fans because from my perspective, I don't see how you can be terribly excited about this team. I I would be so frustrated if I were you guys. You, you'd need to pick a side. You're either going for the playoffs or you're either going for a championship or you're not. Like, screw this, you know, eighth, seventh seed crap. Like, trade these veterans. Give the young guys minutes. That's what I say. But I don't know. I need to talk to an actual Spurs fan. And on to our final team, the Toronto Raptors. Highest paid and longest tenured player is Kyle Lowry. He's making $30 million in the final year of his contract. They are 1-4 right now. Hmm. And they were eliminated by uh, eh, a pretty good team. I'm just kidding. And they lost in the second round last season in the the playoff bubble. Now I uh I got to say Raptors fans, I think this is the end of the line. You guys are no longer contenders. I'm just saying, just saying. I don't like what I've seen so far this year. I think Serge Ibaka and Marcus All were more important than you guys thought, but I uh, I don't I would have tried to bring back Abaka. I understand Gasol. Gasol was, you know, 
he was kind of shot in the playoffs last year. He really looked like a shell of himself. But Ibaka was pretty good. Really kept you guys in the the games against the Celtics last year. So, I don't know. I, uh, what's going on with Pascal Siakam? Bad boy Siakam fouling out of his last two games. I had him in my fantasy lineup. Uh, what which game was that? I think it was against the Knicks. I think it was the Knicks. And uh, yeah, then I checked my lineup. It says he's out. What? What happened? What did he do? I I don't like what's going on with Siakam. Why? Why? What's with the attitude problems? I mean, he didn't look that great in the playoffs last year. Uh, he looked pretty good at the beginning of last season, but uh, some that did he get COVID? I don't know. Has everyone in the NBA had COVID at this point? I really don't know. It it doesn't look good though. One in four. Ugh. I mean, I guess it's early, but still, one in four. Ugh. I think it's over. You, you really, you got uh this guy Chris Boucher. Boucher. He's uh your your big time center now. Him and my old pal Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines doesn't look like uh, Celtic Aaron Baines. I don't know, and then you got Alex Len as well. You're actually giving Stanley Johnson minutes. That's not good. That's not good. Stanley Johnson was so bad last year. I uh, I don't know. Kyle Lowry's on the last year of his contract. Is he gonna move on? The only guy I really like on your team is Fred VanVleet. That guy. That guy was. You know, roasting us alive in the playoffs last year, and I still respect the guy. I I I really respect the work he's put in, being undrafted and becoming this good. He, I think he might be the first undrafted All Star in our league. I don't I don't think there ever has been an undrafted All Star. Maybe there has. Isaiah Thomas was almost undrafted. Celtic Isaiah Thomas, 60th pick, 2011 draft. Um, I, I, I don't it's Guys, it's over. I'm sorry. Raptors fans, it's over. But, honestly, props props to you guys. You rub, rub that 2019 championship in all of our faces. It's, it's, you deserved it. I mean, yeah, the Warriors had some injuries, but, you know, they were still a tough team to beat. Um, so I give you props. I give you props. I give you, uh, I give Masai props. Having the cojones to trade for Kawhi Leonard. Uh, that was very risky. It worked out for you guys. So, um, yeah, I don't know. God. 
Siakam, he, I notice he's always trying to pass it to the Boucher guy. He's always trying to pass it to the center, but um, a lot of times he turns the ball over doing that. So he fouled out the last two games that he played. Because in the past three games, um, the first was against the Sixers. He fouls out at the end of the game. It's almost like... He, he did it purposely, and uh, he just he just left. He left the game, and I guess that's why they disciplined him. Although uh, I listened to Brian Windhorse's podcast uh, recently, who who I was making fun of at the top of this podcast. If uh, you had no idea what I was doing, um, and. Uh, he said he thinks there's uh there's probably been other stuff going on because uh suspending a guy just for that seemed a little harsh and uh yeah I tend to agree with him. So uh, he was out for against the Knicks game and then he actually fouls out of the Pelicans game. Um so I, I don't know Raptors fans you're not contenders anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It comes and goes quick, man. It comes and goes. But at least you got it. At least you got the ring. You got the ring in an era where, uh, you know, it seemed like there were all these dynasties. It was LeBron and the dynasties. Um, you did it. Congrats. Um, but uh, yeah, it's over. All right, so now I'm gonna talk about stuff I've been watching, some movies, cause you know I'm a I'm a movie buff. I like the films. Terminator Two, that's a good movie. I'm looking at my DVD collection right now. Um, what else do I got? Freddy Got Fingered, that's a good one. <laughs> Got the Alfred Hitchcock collection. Um, I like I like horror movies a lot. So um, I remember uh, I I used to watch AMC Fear Friday a lot growing up. The channel AMC they they had Fear Friday where they'd play a horror movie every Friday night, and uh, you know they used to be like old horror movies, so I'd I'd check them out. Um, but they would also play like Tales from the Crypt episodes of Tales from the Crypt after, like, their movies and whatnot. And I, I don't know, I never really watched them. I mean, I, I I saw bits and pieces of a couple episodes, but, like, there's been so many different actors, so many, like, famous actors that have been in Tales from the Crypt. Like, Demi Moore was in an episode. Just, like, a lot of, like, cool character actors would, like, star in certain episodes. So, you know... It it's not really streaming on any um any service. Like it's not on Netflix. You can't find it on HBO Max, Amazon Prime, so I actually went and bought the the DVDs at a store, at a physical store, like old times. Um they weren't that expensive. I mean it was under twenty dollars for the first two seasons. And I just watched them. And I gotta say not that impressed. Not that impressed. Big. I'm a big horror fan, but 
these these kind of fell short of the mark for me. I thought they were a little corny. So, actually, I still have to watch the last episode of season two. I I gotta get around to that. But um, I will say there there was one really good episode. Um, in the first two seasons, check out if you're a horror fan and you can find it. Check out from season two, Television Terror, uh, Tales from the Crypt, season two, Television Terror. That was a really good episode. I, I, I haven't been watching too many TV shows. I've been watching a lot of basketball when I get home at night. So, um, I will certainly be watching many more TV shows, uh, especially when I start doing only two teams a week. Instead of five, um, I I wanted I want to do all thirty first before um before I start doing two a week. So um do another five next week, and then the week after that will be that the I'll do the remaining five, and then after that I'm just gonna do two teams a week. I'll basically, tell you why the teams are not gonna win the championship. Yeah, sorry Raptors fans, sorry. 